<laughs> oh, not me though. <laughs> not me, me. <laughs> hey, DGB sisters, welcome to the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond show. And we have a very special guest today. Desiree is with us. Hi, Desiree. Hi. How are you? We are so incredibly happy to have you here. And for those of you who are new to the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond show, this is an opportunity where real women get to talk. There's no agenda that we have. This is honest conversation. Desiree is a graduate pro, a graduate of the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond program. And really this time is for us to come together to have honest conversations about where we're taking our lives as women. And especially if we've been through divorce or separation or a breakup is how we're taking charge of our life and not allowing our past to really become the formula for our future. We're coming in and creating the formula that we want to live. We're no longer the victim to effect, right? Desiree, we are the master right. of cause. Right. So Desiree, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about where you're from and then we'll get started. I'm Desiree Gassman. Um, I'm 61 years old. I'm newly retired nurse. And Yes, you are. And let me tell you something, girl, you are an amazing <laughs> nurse. Amazing. You have a gift. Yes. I'm currently doing advocacy work for free for folks that need to get to the right place for cancer and things. I picked up some new hobbies last year. Um, I started, I didn't think I could get in and out of a kayak because I was 60 pounds heavier. So I've lost a bunch of weight and got, I started kayaking last year and I love it. Pickle I love it. Wallace tonight. So um, I, with divorcing gracefully um, and beyond, I didn't, before I became part of your program, I, I was flailing around and the divorce threw me for a loop and I, and I heard your voice and I joined. I mean, it was the first thing in a very long time that I did for myself mm -hmm. because I am a nurse and I know that you learn things by osmosis, but you also learn things that you need to learn. And so yes. universe just, it was literally four o'clock in the morning when I uh, saw your podcast and mm -hmm. I just jumped in and with both feet by the next day I was part of the program. And honestly, it has helped me um, stay on the road to myself, yes. get myself because before divorcing gracefully and beyond, I, I was a caretaker for everyone but me. And mm -hmm. so this gave me a map um, and yeah. I, Taking it and ran with it. And um, I, June 3rd will be two years um, that I quested on to this adventure of myself. And, um, and what a gift you gave yourself because, you know, Desiree, I remember, you know, it's funny because I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. So we're, we have a high ladies. I think this is Carol Aubrey. I don't know why it doesn't show their name, but I think this is Carol. So we're just, and if it's not Carol, we're saying hi. <laughs> Someone's saying hi to us, but there's, I don't remember what I have for breakfast, but I remember our conversation. And I remember there were boxes of your house, right? And rooms of your oh, house, God. right? And everything was a muck. And it not, not in a, it just was like you had stuff that was just overwhelming. And you're like, Donna, I know I have to do this, but between, you know, the, the toxic emotions between the subconscious patterns, between the grief that was unresolved between, I mean, you just name it. I mean, everybody who's here listening to this now could resonate with that. When you're emotionally downtrodden, when your heart has been broken, when you're, when you have a soul fracture, it's very hard to focus on other things in your life. And then all of a sudden you realize, wow, I've got a lot of other things I need to focus on, which then becomes worse because now it becomes more <laughs> overwhelming. And you're like, holy shit. 
But I remember that day specifically. And I remember a few weeks later, the day that you came on the group coaching call and you said, I cleaned out that room, right? There was, I think, or is the back, was it the outside you cleaned up or the room? The garage, because my brother was dying of cancer and I wanted everyone there. So, and it was amazing because what you say in the program is, when you think positive and that the universe is working for you instead of against you, everything mm-hmm. shows up. Mm-hmm. And it's so true because every there were people that I hadn't seen for 30 years who came over yep. and helped me clean up. I will never forget it as long as I live. Yep. Um, because yep. just when I put it out there, this is what I want. And it was for someone else for sure. It was not not necessarily didn't start for me because it was about my brother with the cancer. But mm-hmm. it was it was crazy because when everyone showed up and my garage was clean and it was just amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. it was spirit freeing. hundred percent. And I think that's, those are what I call God winks because when you joined divorce and gracefully and beyond, like you said, you went, we say full ass, <laughs> we, there's not half ass. We are full ass in we're doing this work is even though we're doing the work, I think God universe and source knows that we need a little bit of feedback to let us know we're going in the right direction. And I, I think that was right out of the woodwork. I mm-hmm. mean, that that would happen. Mm-hmm. And you said, as soon as you change your mindset, um, as soon as the negativity goes away and you can see, but the thing is, is I, I saw the little light and then it just opened up. I mean, it was right. just one yes. thing another opened up and as I was open to it, but, and, and I was fractured. I was, mm-hmm. I was shattered, mm-hmm. but my son showed up in a way. I mean, I have a 31 year old son and he is just mm-hmm. God's gift to me. Seriously. Mm-hmm. His name is Matthew, and that's what that means. And, and he showed up like in a way that I never imagined. And then he said to me, mom, you taught me how to be me through you. So all I'm doing is showing you who you really are. Oh my gosh. I mean, could you think of a better gift to have the reflection coming from your most precious resource? No. And he said, you stayed in gratitude and grace through the whole thing. And us watching you made our relationship stronger and never wanted to do that to each other. Okay. So let's stay here. Because first of all, let's just, let's just stay here, Desiree, because this is where, this is where I think so many women and hear us out right here, Desiree and us out right now, because this is really important as someone who's been impacted by divorce, right? That soul fracture that you said, right, Desiree, right? Is that we sometimes think we have to fix everybody else. And that if we just do for others, if we try to manage them, and if we try to manage their state, if we try to handle their grief, that that's what's going to help. And as a matter of fact, it doesn't. It actually is counterproductive because we're abandoning ourselves, Right. And we're only trying to to help others. But in a matter of fact, we're not helping them. We're hurting everybody because we don't possibly know what they really need. Rather, when we get grounded in ourselves, when we be, when we learn how to heal the subconscious patterns, beliefs, and behaviors that have been embedded in our system, starting from early childhood, it's not just oh, about yeah. the divorce stuff that's going on, right? It's from early childhood, and we really learn how to clear those out. Because I like to say that children, whether they're three or fifty-three, does not matter. They don't necessarily listen, but they watch. 
right? right? And you, by you doing this work, you were modeling and they were, and you were no longer available for what I call like this dismay that goes on in these families. Like you, you learned new standards, you learned emotional regulation, you learned how to love yourself, you learned how to hold boundaries, you learned how to give people back their own problems and say, I'm here for you. I could, I could walk this journey with you, but I'm not going to own it. Right. Cause that's, that's the difference I think of being someone who cares about people and being a caretaker, right? right? So here at DGB, we want to care for people, but we also won't, we need to let them do their own path too. Well, and I've given him an emotional legacy that I couldn't have bought. I had to do it myself. That's right. And I, and, and honestly, people talk about legacy and money and all of a hundred percent. Honestly, I, I have realized that because I was worried about him at first with it because he lost his stepdad of 18 years mm -hmm. in my perspective initially. And then when I met you and I worked the program, I realized that by me healing it and I was married to him, he was his stepdad. If he chose to do whatever he was going to do with him, that was what he was going to do. Mm -hmm. But I was going to heal me first. And I, through this, I healed my family. I healed me, I healed. I, I never, I never healed losing my baby at five and a half months pregnant. And mm -hmm. I, even this program helped me do that because yes. I learned the path through it. So then it wasn't so scary. And, and I can take on anything because I look at it different now. My That's brain. Right. Yes. Every, you know, we talk about in nursing, you know, when people have a brain injury, it, they learn different pathways. Well, my pathways were so indoctrinated that that's where I went to. And especially since I was so overwhelmed and betrayed, I went right there. That's right. Literally within two or three weeks of hearing, I joined you guys and hearing that I was going to have to do the divorce thing um, because there was no choice for me. I chose me even then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, they people laugh because they're like, I think it was a record. I was divorced in 39 days mm -hmm. because I just, I said, I need to be done. That needs to be finished. I need to not have to worry about the emotional part of the money part of it. Right. Yeah. And Barb, I'm going to add something is Barb has a question for us. And yeah. that is, am I truly capable enough? At first you won't believe you are, but this program helped me realize that I was because in every single other aspect of my life, other than taking care of myself, um, at the core of it, I went out and looked for other things to fix when really I needed fixing all along. That's right. That it, vital life force energy. And I'm so glad right. that you said that, right. Ray, because that is the truth. Our vital life force energy has been bleeding outside for, for a long period of time. And when we realize that we are 100% capable of doing this work, we are 100% enough. But the, the issue is, is that we've, the perspective that we've been looking at hasn't necessarily been fact and it's not necessarily true. And when we gain the true perspective, because remember how we get out of the fight or flight part of our brain and we right. open into the emotionally regulated part where we're not in survival because believe it or not, emotional distress will throw your brain into fight or flight, which means it doesn't know you have a home. It doesn't know you're a good mom. It doesn't know you have a job or you have food. It's just literally wondering how am I going to keep you alive because you're in mortal danger and it's not going to have you focus on anything and it won't allow your brain to enter in new information because it's not interested in new information. It's just interested in keeping you alive today. So if we don't, number one, bypass that because the brain is not a good leader, it's a shitty 
leader, it's a great servant. And when we realize <laughs> the horrible GPS, horrible, the heart is the GPS, right? But when we realize, wait a minute, just because my brain thinks something doesn't mean it's true. And number two is just because it thinks something doesn't mean it has to stay right. We can here, not. Mm -hmm. Here was the key for me is mm -hmm. I've done it for everyone else. I deserve to do it for me. Amen to that. And so when I started thinking that every day when I'd wake up, okay, what am I going to do for me? Because I deserve to do it for me. And then I put the oxygen mask on everyone else. Um, that was the change. That was the flip. That was, And it didn't happen in a minute. I mean, it had happened gradually. You said it would happen by um, natural state. It would just, right. just happen. And and forgiving would just happen and all of that stuff. And, and I had so many people telling me, but you need to forgive them. You need to forget. I mean, you know what, when I moved out of that thought process and said, I need to forgive myself and handle whatever I need to do internally. And then the rest of it will take care of it. And it did, right? It they does. Did. I absolutely believe that after, after thinking different every day, and it is a choice. Mm -hmm. Um, when you, you told me, you gave us tools to do, you know, like to break that. And, and, oh my gosh, Katie helped me. Cause I remember saying when this first happened that yeah. I would walk in my house and it was so quiet, but it was so noisy. I mean, I'd hear, you know, all the memories and all the noise. And I can tell you now, two years later, I walk into both my spaces up North and home and it's not that noise anymore. It's all my place. It's, it's all love. Cause that's who love. you're commanding it to be. Yes. Serenity. It's yep. clean, not cluttered. But when I first did it, it was overwhelming, but I had to do one little bit at a time and one little bit at a time. And then, and then I wanted to do the little bit at a time. And it became something that it was, it was almost like its own inertia because I had the backing yes. of knowing the knowing that the, and I never really ever said that out loud to myself, knowing that the universe was for me and never against mm -hmm. me. And that this was just one more thing that, you know, when I first started, do you remember what I first said to you? The very first conversation we had, it was, oh, my God, um, he threw me off of life's train at 200 miles an hour and knocked me right out of my effing boots. Mm -hmm. You know what? That wasn't true at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God gently, kindly put everything mm -hmm. in place so that I could jump off that train, yes. which was going to crash someday, um, onto a totally different train. And now I get to invite people on my train or That's my right. or I and, and, you know, I don't have to tell them, hey, you're a jerk. I don't like you anymore. I don't say anything to anyone. I just don't engage. And they they don't look at me any different. I mean, yeah. they think I'm the same person. But but the people who deserve to know what happened to me and how it happened um, already know that. And they've been side by side helping me through it. Mm -hmm. So that now. I can actually, they laugh at me now because they're saying, they'll say to me, are, are we having a sighting and not an engagement? Yeah. <laughs> and the guys and everybody who's here watching us, look at that smile for Desiree. Like, this is what it's about is smiling again. And, you know, you know, and I love that you said that emotional legacy. This is huge, right? The emotional legacy and, and with, the, with the heart, because that's such an important part of our journey, the emotional legacy. And Barb also is putting in money is nothing. God is everything, you know, energy too. And I'm going to add in the energy because this is what we learn at DGB is we learn that everything we interact with is, is on an energetic vibrational frequency. The right. thoughts that we have, the people that we interact with, the opportunities that are available to us, the money that comes to us. And 
there's a reason why sometimes things feel like they're stuck or they feel like there's, you know, everything's going out. You ever have a bucket with holes and you're trying to like you know, cover like, and it always finds a way like that's That's how sometimes life feels. You plug one hole, another hole starts. And, and, it, and, and I want to implore this on everybody who's listening to this is that just because that's your current state of being does not mean it has to stay that way. Is no. It's learning that just because we have patterns, beliefs, and behaviors that have been with us for 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years doesn't mean they're valid and doesn't mean they're true. And our opportunity as women, and I believe this, I believe the divorce is the opportunity for a re reawakening because like you said, Desiree, I'm 100%. If you stayed on that train with your ex-husband, you would have went off the cliff. Oh, so yeah. Both. You may have fallen off the train or jumped off the train and maybe you got a bruise and maybe you had a broken bone, but that's healable. And you got onto a better train, which you didn't even realize. Like just for an example, I was in Italy a couple of years ago, right, with the kids. And because I live in the United States, I wasn't very familiar with the Italy train system and they have different classes. They don't have that here. Right. So Italy has, you know, a, um, a class that's like, a, I guess, a standard class, then mid and then they have an upper. They have all these different classes. So the first class we didn't we didn't realize that we took was just basically like I would say the general commuter class, right? So there wasn't really much places to sit. It was very, very hot. And it was people commuting back and forth to work. It was the cheapest one you could choose, which makes sense if you're commuting, right? We didn't know this, but we we had all our luggage. We we're sweating. We, we had a five-hour like train ride. We're like, oh my gosh. But anyway, it stopped at a place that we needed to get off. And we had no idea, but we ran into someone who explained the, 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 the classes. And they said, here's where you want to go. And they told us, which was wonderful. We got our own little air conditioned cabin. We were able to have food. We were able to take a nap and we never would have known if someone didn't lead us. Right. And I think it's the same thing here. There is no right or wrong. It's just, sometimes we're going on this train or of, and we just don't know that there's a completely different train we could be riding until right. we do like you did. You didn't know right. what you didn't know until you did. Right. Well, and, and when I didn't know, it was like, as I was doing cleanup, so many things showed up that made me go, Oh my goodness. You know? Um, oh my gosh. I can't believe this. And as I was doing the divorce, I was trying to figure out if I was going to have to go back to work because mm -hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and, and I had a prenup, thank goodness. And so, um, all of the stuff that I put in a drawer and left, man, I was doing the caretaking thing and God was, God was working with my finances. Honest to gosh, mm -hmm. I never forget when I, cause I told you, I don't know if I can do this. Right. Mm -hmm. I do. Um, it's a lot of money and I don't know. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, as I was cleaning it all up and, and I found the stuff from my 401k and I worked for a company for 25 years and they switched yep companies. So it became Anthem Blue Cross and I had no idea. And they bought my stock and rebought my stock. And so I had a stock option plan like crazy. And I, I looked at it and I went, I, in that moment, if I didn't believe that the universe was working at the same time, I was doing my thing and taking care of another human. Cause I got to tell you, there were times where I was like, my, this went down and that went down because I was taking care of somebody. I had yep. to less money and, yep. and, and all of that. So my retirement plan was kind of off centered. And then God goes, no, the universe went, uh, uh, here you go. And, and that's I, because I, you I, shifted. 
right? You know this, like the moment, and this is something that I'm glad you're sharing because a lot of sisters here may not really understand it or believe it's frou-frou or we're throwing noodles on the wall. And I always say, this is, this is the truth. The moment you decide on yourself to invest in yourself, you are raising up because we, no one is coming to save you, my friends. I'm just going to be clear here. You mm. could wish for another state of being. You could wish it doesn't happen. You could think about the past. You could think about the future and all of it rightfully so. You deserve to feel the pain. You deserve maybe, you know, things didn't turn out the way you want. And I'm not minimizing that. But at some point, if you want your life to change, you must believe in yourself. You must take action. And, you know, for the women who we are right for at Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond, we literally change your life and we will change the generations to come. This is this is not just work. This is deep coaching work. It's not necessarily hard work, but like what Desiree said, it's different work. So we're using different parts of our brain. And whether DGB is the right place for you or not, this work at, at working through our shit, excuse my language, you can't do alone. Like Desiree said, oh, there's was, things- it- it was hard. It yeah. was really yeah. hard. Yeah. But the piece of me that just went, okay. Well, this is- You so guys know what I do, so I'll listen yes. to it. And and every time I did, and every time Katie said something or um, the other coaches said, uh, Jackie say something, and I do it, and it would be like relief. It would almost be yeah. like, if you had a really bad headache and you took Tylenol, that didn't work. It's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know? And then the cause of the headache went away, Yes, (laughs) you know, and it was like that aha moment that I had with, okay, the same thing with oncology. I do what I do and I can't teach it to someone else. I'm not going to try to teach you what you're going to teach me. I can't learn by a hundred years of books because you've done it. You've, you've done it. You've, Mm -hmm. you figured it out. Mm -hmm. So by me plugging into that it was almost like i should just plug in that's right plug in download and yep and 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 connect what do you what do you say Uh, repeat (laughs) rinse wash repeat yes (laughs) rinse wash repeat right and 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 it truly is and and i think i think this is this is another big piece of the puzzle for women historically we tend to invest so much of our time, so much of our energy and so much of our money into other people. Now, again, it's not necessarily a bad thing that like, I'm a giver. I'd love to give, but historically women will not do what's right for them for the fear of time, fear of money, fear of what other people would think. Right. And so what happens, and this is the tragedy is that what is in your heart and the ability to leave the past behind you and truly step into the love who you are mm-hmm. and the love that you want and have a peaceful life is 100% doable. Well, and Eve went, went at first when you said your story won't need to be told right the way you tell mm-hmm. it. Now it won't resonate. Now it's hilarious because I don't, people who don't know the yeah. whole thing, they yeah. don't know. I was sitting in a bar in my summer place area a couple of weeks ago and <laughs> we were sitting there and they were literally talking about me and I was sitting next to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were having a full on conversation about this poor girl who was in the park who, cause they live across the street yeah. and, and, and she had no idea. I mean, she had no idea. Her best friend was, you know, and I was just laughing. And you're, 
I was laughing. I was like, oh my God. You, you actually, you could have went over and said, I'm actually the main character of the story. Would you like me to sign your autograph? Because I'm happy to sign your autograph. Wait, wait till the book comes out. Yeah, exactly. Wait, wait till the, wait, wait till the movie comes out. That's going to be better. It's too funny because people, people are very intrigued by my story because it was so people knew him the way they knew him. And he had a significant brain injury and we rehabbed him to a, a normal human being again. And mm -hmm. so that was hard to accept. But my, my son and I both giggle now because we're like, it's fine. He's gone. <laughs> Matt says, don't worry, mom. You'll never have to worry about him at the wedding. I'm like, Woo! No! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At first, I was like, you know, really sad about him losing his stepdad and blah, 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 and, you know, having to make up for it. And you're like, you know what? It'll all work out however it's going to. And Matt, if Matt saw him on the street, he probably wouldn't even say hi to him. But mm -hmm. that's irrelevant. It mm -hmm. wasn't what I it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't what I prayed for. It wasn't what I hoped for. But, you know, at first it was like it felt like another loss. But when I focused that loss onto myself and said, OK, he, he's going to be fine. I just need yep. to keep me and he watched the significantness of that he watched me and he goes mom I don't know who's helping you but what because it's been amazing that you can stay in gratitude and grace this whole time and him and his girlfriend would laugh but the funny part at the at the bar was as they were talking about me the knuckleheads were in the back room <laughs> yep <laughs> they were back yep. there and it didn't even bother me because I and was but, and you know what's so great about that, Desiree? Here's what's so wonderful about that, is that we're not attached to any story anymore. We're not attached to our story. We're not attached to someone else's story because we realize, and now again, this is such a gift to have, is because we could objectively look back and look down like a 300-foot view, right, and look at ourselves. And really, most people or many people are living a life filled with drama, right? A lot of drama, a lot of storytelling, because that's pretty much how human beings behave. However, mm -hmm. when you learn, wow, I don't, I don't actually have to go down that route. I can actually circumvent all of that and then move on to even a better path. <laughs> Again, you just right. don't know what you don't know is that you really get to live in a way of those stories are meaningless because I know who I am. I know where I'm going. This is my facts. And this is where I'm commanding my life. Because we don't have to be a victim to the circumstance. We get to be the master of cause. We get to decide, here's the life I want. Here's the love I want. Here's how I would like it to unfold. Now, it doesn't mean that you just get to sit on your couch in your own position and hope it happens. You've still got to take action. And, you know, the universe is kind of a, a funny thing is that you just never know when it's going to be delivered or how it's going to be delivered. But by having the faith, and that's why at DGB, when women come into the program, the first thing I say to them is this is an investment to you. This is, we look for a return on investment. One, your life, right? And two, your return is this money that you invest in yourself. We want to see come back because it will. But you can't oh expect the money to come and then do the work. You've got to do the work and know the money will come. See, this is the opposite of what we think. We think, okay, I have to get the money and then I do the work. It's opposite. It's once you have the, the, the that decision that I'm investing in myself, I'm doing this work, I'm worth this work, this is when life begins to open and providence moves. And it's that's a very difficult thing for people because many women are like, no, 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 I need proof and then I will do it. And that's not how the universe works. And in oh. this part of our 
life, when it comes to reclaiming our power, recovering our brilliance and creating our amazing life, we're not using the tools that we use in everyday life, like work and how we handle things. We need the new set of tools and the new set of tools of getting out of your head and into the heart and really being able to get rid of, right? All of those patterns. This is the way it, you've got to, you've, it's the faith step. It's knowing that I am going to have this and I'm willing to take the step. Like you said, when I just, I saw the masterclass, it was the next day I was in, I was doing it. You were willing to have faith in yourself, right? To say, I'm doing this. Well, and I told you, I said, I don't think it's going to work for me. I know you did. Yeah. I, re <laughs> I remember that. I re I remember actually, we probably had, we, you and I, if I remember we correctly, we had a few, so we, so for those of you who are joining us again too, in, in DGB, we have a standard sort of way we have calls, right? So there's a certain amount of, you, you meet with your coaches and we have group Q and A's. And so it's structured in a very, very, um, a way to, that it works, right? Cause we know, okay, you follow this, you get to the end, but I believe you and I had, a, we, we had a couple of more calls in between because you're like, I don't know if this is going to work for me. I'm not sure. And look where you are now. Yeah. Well, and I said, and I was honest mm -hmm. with you. I said, I'm just so overwhelmed. And you said, I know. And that's the part of it. And if we need to do it again, we'll do it again. But, yep. but you, you'll, you'll, it'll, it'll happen. And, yep. and it did. And I can't tell you, and the cool part of it is, is I can't tell you exactly when, yes. but it started yes. me believing from the mm -hmm. core of it, from the day that I started believing I could do it for me. Um, and that shift happened then it was, it was all on. It was like, and you, just nailed, I, I, you, you nailed the first thing, Desiree, you nailed the most important piece of the puzzle is the decision. Yep. You know, well, I decided, you could say, in, I'm sorry, but I would decided to come in, but then I was still skeptical because I hadn't decided. See, right. I, once you decide you're in enough and earlier, somebody had posted something about, can I really do this? Am I enough? At first, yeah. you won't believe you are because of what Donna says is all of those things that have piled up all those years. I had 60 years of being told, what, can I hear it? Four years old, somebody mm -hmm. telling me it wasn't good enough. And I yep. carried that with literally my whole life. Yep. So everything I chose, the people I chose in my life, the friends I chose in my life, my yep. husband, both of them, yep. including yep. my son's dad, um, was, was less than I deserve. Now... Now I know that if somebody walks in my life, I can see a narcissist. I can oh, see you know I'm, it. I'm, I'm their plan B and I'm nobody's plan B. <laughs> no, we are no one's crumbs. I'd rather no be one's by myself. So, Desiree, <laughs> what would you say to someone right now who's scrolling through Facebook like you did? 4 a.m. in the morning, scrolling through Facebook is really on her last wits, knowing she's smart, she's intelligent, she's got a good life, she's got good friends, she's got a good job, and this personal side is just a ringer for her. She just can't seem to move past it. What would you say to her? I would say that um, when, when it comes up, it's supposed to come up. And mm -hmm. if this is showing up for you, if this Facebook page shows up for you it's because whatever we're saying however we're saying it you're supposed to hear it mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's all about hearing it and taking that first jump into I'm worth it yes. I'm worth it. Yeah. I made so many decisions in my life that was worth it that for other people and myself I mean I'm very 
successful. It is time for us to step up to our rightful level, right? Honestly, it is time for us to step up to that rightful level and gain our soul back. You know, people could take things from us and and certainly not fair, but one thing people can't take is our soul, but it could be hidden. And man, oh man, when we reactivate (laughs) ourselves. Holy camoli, like it is, there's no greater gift. And I do believe that we are souls that are here that have an evolutionary life process. And there's things that we're meant to learn. And so while this divorce may seem like it's this horrible thing that happened, it really isn't. It's the gift you needed in your soul's evolution to rise above what you were here to learn. And when we do. For me, it was the catalyst that I needed. Um, for the rest of my life to start. Cause I can tell you, I look back now and I'm so much more independent, even though I thought I was, I, I really this was. is, yes, this is what I was, Desiree, we could talk for hours, honestly, because this is, this is a really good point. We also think we're making rational decisions and we think we're making good decisions, but we're not because your brain is in fight or flight. It's tricking you until you come out of it and you realize, oh my God. Right. Like, oh, my God. And, and, and I, I just want to go to what you said is everything that you've learned is the rest of your life. You, we're right. sisters for life. You're connected to life. We have retreats for life. We have Facebook groups for life. Like there's no and there's there's no other community that's going to give that to you. Right. In, in the way that we do it, because, again, truly sisters, we are always sisters. You graduated two well, years ago. You're still, you know, we're connected. Only, we're the only ones that can see because we saw it. Yes. No one better to see the progress that you've made yes. other than the people that were in the trenches with you. Yes. Right? Yes. And so, yes. I mean, I, we were all in the same boat yes. and one by one, we're getting off the boat. You're getting, getting off the, we're getting, we're getting, and we're creating, and that's, you know, we're, we're creating this. And what we were talking about earlier in the, in the, uh, in the green room or the blue room, whatever you want to call it is, you know, we're now having a, a complete, a whole program for graduates. It's called the bloom school. Cause that's where we are. We continue blooming, right? We go through the first 12 weeks of the program and this is where we're really getting rid of the patterns. And now it's like the continuation of the bloom because think about all you've accomplished with a limp in wow. a sense, right now, wow. without that limp, what we could accomplish because life is about growing. Life is about expanding. Life is about adventure. Life is about seeing things from different perspectives. And again, the, the divorce can take so much, but if you're divorced or you're being through and you're on year one or year two or year three, it's no longer the divorce that's stealing your time. It's you, Right. And this is where the cold, hard truth has to come. I am not blaming you. I am not saying for those of you who are listening, it is your fault. For, for most of us, it is not. I mean, certainly we have accountability in relationships of who we've drawn in and how we show it up. But if you're stuck, again, there's a, you're not going to, you're not going to think your way through it. You've got to take action mm-hmm. and your soul is too precious to allow that pattern to keep going. You've got to decide on yourself. You've got to decide I'm worth it. Like Desiree said, you got to decide that I, I've taken care of everybody else for X amount of years. And now it's my time to take care of me. Because once you do that, you have set the stage literally for the rest of your life, for your children, for the generations. And so it's sometimes just take a slow roll and do the well, work on yourself. My siblings even treat me differently because I show up differently. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's expectations and, and yep. I, I just don't engage. And may I even add, Desiree, not necessarily expectations. We have standards now. Mm -hmm. 
We're and not I'm out anything less I, than that. I'm worth the sunshine that's coming in. Oh my God. Amen to that. And so for those of you who are ready to join Desiree and uh, um, the rest of your divorcing gracefully and beyond sisters, here's how you could book a call with me. And literally here's what happens. You and I get on the phone. It's DonnaRudowitz.com slash apply. We get on the phone and I'm going to look at two things. I'm going to look at where you're stuck and I'm going to look at where you want to be. If I feel we could help you at DGB, I will likely invite you into the program. And if I feel that there's a better resource for you that would better serve you for where you are now, I'm going to direct you to that. Because like Desiree said, and, 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 and you may not know this about me, but you will know this now, is my role is getting you to your liberation, whether it's DGB or not. I'm going to guide you to what's best for your soul because what's best for your soul is best for Desiree's, is best for mine, is best for everybody. So go ahead and book that call, get on my calendar, and let's begin taking your life back. Let's begin kicking, excuse my language, I wanted to say kicking divorce in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like literally just kicking it in the balls, right? And being like, you know what? Let's, let's be proud of our ovaries. Let's be proud of our womenhood. Let's be proud of who we are and enough of being taken down by something that is just pretending to have power over you because it doesn't. The only way it has power over you, if you believe it does, right? And so it's time. It's time. I believe Desiree, and let's you and I see this, we'll see where, where it unfolds. But I believe that over the next year, there's going to be a massive unfolding of women awakening their hearts and going, wait a minute, like almost like a waking up, like, I, I can't believe I've been in this fog for so long. And, I, and it's time. I've got, I've got to, I've got to start doing something. So I believe that, you know, these conversations that we're having and the energy that we're putting out there, and as you heal your heart and as the rest of the DGB sisters heal their heart, we're, we're now transmuting that for millions of other women. And so yeah. if you're getting that call in your heart, it's time, come join us. And with that said, I'll see you later. Desiree, thank you so much for joining me today on the show. Well, I mean, I mean, we could talk again for hours upon hours and you'll have to come back if you don't mind. I will, Love to I will definitely forever be grateful for the journey that, that, that call put me on mm -hmm. because I, I don't ever, um, regret it at all. I'm mm -hmm. so grateful every single day that you guys made the impact in my heart and in my spirit and in my world, because you really did. Thank you, Desiree. And right You're back welcome. at you, girl. Love you. Mm -hmm. Love, Love you. you.